This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. If people want to say a hot dog isn't a sandwich, that's fine. But if someone calls a hot dog a taco, I will straight up fight them. With words. Strong words. Big, veiny, pulsing words because no, a hot dog is not a taco. This is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaiety. And Nicole, I, I feel like today we have to almost break down where the name of the podcast comes from. Take it away, Josh. We got to go back to square one on this one for people okay. to understand. Speaking of square one, I hate the cube rule. I also, okay, I hate the cube okay, rule. We'll okay. save that because that, okay. oh, 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 God, do I hate the cube rule. Uh, it's very fun. It's very cheeky. Sure. It's just when people take it as scientific evidence. We'll get to that later. So our official political stance on whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich, <laughs> it's irrelevant. Am I your running mate? Neither. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm your running mate. We okay, would put nice, you nice. as the face. Nice, nice. Okay. But then okay. I'd be the one writing like the weird policies yeah. to give Puppeteer. all my friends tech breaks. Puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> the Manchurian candidate. Never saw that movie. Um, what I'm saying is the name of the podcast, it was just something to spark food debates, right? Because sure. is a hot dog a sandwich is the number one food debate out there. We have not given our official stance on it. I don't think we should. I don't think we should. That's not. This is not the time nor the place. We might save it for a later date. We were thinking about the 69th episode, Spectacular. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but we still got the 100th coming up. Maybe one day we will talk about that. Sure. And a lot of people on, say, Twitter, when someone asks, is a hot dog a sandwich, they will provide a link to the podcast and say, there's a whole podcast just about that. But it's not. I'm like, it's just <laughs> the title, bro. How to tell us you've never listened to an yeah. episode, but you know it exists. But I do appreciate the link being spread around. Oh, that's me too. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep sending yeah. links out there, folks. Yeah. That That's how we, we spread this around. if the context is wrong, it's fine. Just send it to everybody. Send it to your grandma. Yeah. I don't care if you completely misunderstand <laughs> yeah, everything. Keep yeah. spreading the links. Yeah, like yeah. Johnny Appleseed just dropping <laughs> yeah. podcast links on Twitter. Um, but wait, hold on. Oh, dude, I keep wearing these stupid beads. So stupid. So stupid. I hate those beads. Just kidding. I love them. They're cute. <laughs> that said, the number one response we get whenever we even post the name of the podcast, mm. A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, is no comma, a hot dog is a taco. <sighs> it simply is not, right? You can agree with that. We're not going to spark a big debate on this. We can just rail against these people. Nicole scoffs. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, whole podcast is going to be scoffing at the title. I just don't get it. Like, a hot dog is not a taco. I don't know what what kind of, like brain synapses go off for people to think that, though. The craziest thing is the self-assurance with which they answer that question. Yeah. No, it, it, they, it, I no, have never... It, is. it was like that 15-year-old who 
was like a very outspoken atheist and someone would be like, thank God. And they'd be like, you mean the flying spaghetti monster in the sky? It's so fake. And you're like, listen, just chill. You watch one episode of South Park. We get it. Just be cool, man. That's the way I feel about the smugness of the no comma, a hot dog is a taco. Very smug. It's incredibly smug. Again, keep sending the links. Keep listening. Even if you're one of those people, we love the links. appreciate the links. Keep spreading those links. Spread them on Twitter. Uh, But of course, you alluded to, to it earlier. You know where the hot dog is a taco theorem Mm -hmm. comes from yes do you want to break down the cube rule of food so um it's basically just a it's an infographic where it's the cube rule of food and it's it's color-coded as a cube and if the uh the bottom layer is colored that means it's classified as toast if the bottom and this is about starch placement right yes the full name is the cube rule of food for identifying dishes based on starch locations yes that is the official title Mm. and then a sandwich is on the top and the bottom of the the squares of the cube and then a taco which is the which is what we're talking about today is the left side the right side and the bottom of Mm. the cube now what i'm trying to say is the the bread hinge who says that the bread hinge is the bottom of the bread? I'm not saying it is. I don't either. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, no. I agree with you. That's wrong. Th- this is a very clever, the cube rule of food is a very clever little device trying who to break down. I don't actually know who made it. They have a whole website just called cuberule.com. And again, mm-hmm. when I say I hate the cube rule, I don't hate it. I think this is a really freaking cleverly done yeah, website. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. But a lot of people will actually take it. And think that it's some sort of like factual thing, unless I just absolutely misread sarcasm, but it's sarcasm from like hundreds of people on the daily to the point where they think this has actual merit. Uh, So bread on bottom is toast. Bread on bottom and top is sandwich. Bread on bottom and then two sidewalls is a taco. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest problems with this is they don't differentiate between starch locations, right? What is a starch? You have to define your terms. If sure, you're trying to break start? down something into its philosophical components, mm-hmm. which this does really well, it is reminiscent of the Socratic forms. Sure. Right? Socrates thought everything could be broken down into its absolute component form, its true, pure essence. Mm-hmm. That's what this tries to do. But that said, not all starches are the same, right? A of solid, solid polenta on the bottom is that toast. A bed of spaghetti, does that constitute starch? What about starch? a spaghetti taco? What about a spaghetti taco? If you yeah. build walls of spaghetti up... But I agree with you that the taco, there's also a fundamental misunderstanding of what a taco is. Mm-hmm, okay. And another thing that really bothers me, can I just get it all this Josh, off my chest know, right now? This is your safe space. You just let it all out. Lay it Thank out there for the, on the table. Go for it. Thank you. So one of the things that also really bothers me about our fans who I love very dearly, <laughs> and please keep spreading the links for no, crying out Josh, loud. you love the fans regardless. I love them. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. I love you so much, baby. Don't leave me. I can change. <laughs> is that they will just send me dictionary definitions. Yeah, that's funny. Not understanding that the dictionary reacts to what the public's definition, it's called descriptive versus prescriptive mm-hmm. language, right? Well, okay. So the dictionary doesn't set a hard line on this is what mm-hmm. this word means. And then society follows. Society can mold and change words. The best example of that is the word literally. Correct. Literally used to be the antonym of figuratively, right? So if sure. you go, I'm literally dying right now. You know, you get that smug English teacher in high school that would go, uh, no, because your heart's still beating and you still have brain function. <laughs> Legally, you're not dying. So, no, you're figuratively dying. But the word was used as a sort of idiomatic device for so long that they officially put it in the dictionary that it can just be an exaggerated point, right? Mm-hmm. So if you say, I'm literally dying, we know what that means. Whereas if, say, there was a soldier on a battlefield who was shot and he goes, I'm literally dying, you know, those are two different contexts. Sure, yeah. Right? 
And so that said, the dictionary definition, it is something that molds and change. And the definition of a taco starts with the phrase usually fried, which is not the case when you're talking about tacos. Yeah, no. Right? No. I know this is a a regional bias thing. I mean, it's going to be biased if you're living in America versus, Mm -hmm. say, living in Mexico versus... You go to France and they have tacos there and a Parisian taco. Dude, Parisian tacos. Have you heard of these? No. What's okay, a so taco? it's becoming like the hottest new street food in France. <laughs> okay. And it's it's like the fat sals of tortilla wrapped <gasps> things. They make these giant tortillas mm-hmm. and they will just put like chicken fingers, French fries, uh, a bunch of different sauces, like generally a cheese sauce. And then mm. they wrap it up in this like square diaper. Kind of how Chipotle mistakenly folds all their burritos now. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, 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 wrap- sure. and then they put it in this like panini press mm-hmm. and you just get these fat grill marks in it. Yeah. Uh, and it's mostly run by like Middle Eastern immigrants who had like nice. a, a kebab shop, right? Yeah. Or something like that. And they'll just make these like structuring. Yeah. And cool. now there's these huge taco chains all over Paris. So you go wow. to Paris and he asks for a taco. It's completely different than what you'll find in America, where we think a lot of people at least think of the Taco Bell taco, which Crunchy. looks like the cube rule, right? Yeah. That's the cube rule taco. Yes. It's got, you know, or at least an Ortega stand and stuff taco shell <laughs> with the little. Those are genius, by the way. Yeah, I love those. Whoever <laughs> doesn't like those. I mean, it's white people taco night. but It's white people taco sometimes night. Sometimes you need white people taco night. You need the natural reset button. White people taco night hits yeah, sometimes. I love you know? it. I love uh, but it. then that just makes you appreciate, you know, uh, what, God, I don't know if actual I would tacos. call them real tacos, but actual tacos, actual right? Actual tacos, yeah. Like, which are 99% of them served on a griddled, soft, pliable tortilla mm-hmm. that is just flat, and then you fold it into whatever shape you want. I have a question. What is a Dorado taco? It's a Is it fried? Yeah, so taco okay. tacos dorados taco are the uh, what the Taco Bell taco was based off of, okay, I yeah. believe. Yeah, they're like a regional taco from I think Sinaloa, mm-hmm. um, or no, maybe Jalisco. I don't know. I get them at this Guadalajara spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my favorite, uh, and they're typically filled with either potatoes or beans. You fold the tortilla around it, and then you fry them so they're crispy. Um, is it so, an already cooked tortilla? or Is it raw masa? Uh, it's a cooked tortilla. Okay, it's so good. I was just it's thinking so good. about it. And you <laughs> use a filling that you can typically like stick to itself, right? Sure. Yeah. So you put the kind of mashed potatoes or the beans in there, and then the tortilla sticks to it. But you then fry it. at that point, it kind of sticks together, so it's kind of like a dumpling at that point, right? Agreed. So is it ta- is it taco dorado now a dumpling? Uh, well, I mean, let's let's look at the cube rule of food. One, they say nothing about dumplings, but if you get a fully closed system, the mm-hmm. cube rule of food would call that a calzone because there's starch on every single side. Mm. Which my favorite thing about. The cube rule of food is the amount of cross-culturism. Oh, no, calzone's bonus round. It is actually the dumplings are in the calzone bonus round. Oh, the dump, dumplings are a, cal, a calzone. Yeah. So a taco dorado might be considered a calzone. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But they also consider a Pop-Tart to be a calzone, <laughs> and that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's really funny. That, I mean, like, calzones are pretty uniquely Italian, right? The I'd fact say that so. cal, Calzone would be the subset <laughs> Right, that yeah. everything else falls under. So, so to say an empanada is a calzone as opposed to a calzone is an empanada, empanada. right? Who's making that distinction? Interesting. And my favorite is number four, which is sushi. <laughs> sushi is where there are all sides of the cube <laughs> filled with starch, except for uh, two holes at either end. So, say a taquito, right? Do they have taquito on the list? Um, according to the cuberule.com website, it's a falafel wrap, pigs in a blanket. What do you mean falafel wrap? Falafel's just the filling inside the wrap. I guess, I don't know. You can wrap anything in there. What's falafel have to do with it? Dude, talk to the creators of the website. Don't look at me. I'm just, I'm the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Do you know Rodini Park in Burbank (laughs) serves grilled falafel? What the hell does that mean? (laughs) What's a grilled? I don't know. (laughs) They offer falafel both fried and grilled, and I'm so curious. How do you grill a falafel? 
I think I think it's like it's like a uh, it's like a vegan patty. Maybe. Yeah, it's a I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, okay, so... Okay. What else? What else do we have on this cube roll of food? Some some kind of uh, interesting phenomenons that happen where they I believe they don't go with the uh, cake theorem. What is the cake theorem? The cake theorem within the cube rule of food. I've at least heard this as sort of like an offshoot, right? Like the like Kabbalah is to Judaism. Uh, yeah, let's go down that. Let's go Thank down you. that road, baby. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Uh, you have the sandwich, which is layers on the top and bottom, filling in between. Uh-huh. But then the club sandwich. Is a is a layer cake. Is a layer cake. Hundred percent. Which I kind of agree with. Yeah, that. I kind of agree with that. There's certain things in the Q rule of food where I'm like, yeah, look, a Big Mac technically that's a cake. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? Remember one time Trevor? <laughs> the meat is the frosting. A, remember one time Trevor made a cake out of bread. No. Literally for the show we work on. I've I've seen it. I'm familiar <laughs> with the show. Remember when you were working from home and Trevor made a cake out of. Oh my Sugar god, he bread? did. He no, it was yeah, he, Trevor did uh cinnamon toast. Yeah. And then it he works. made a layer cake out of the cinnamon toast. I think 1 million percent that a a, a Big Mac is totally a cake. Yeah, what's and then the other you, one you said? What? Well, I mean, I was thinking about a club um, sandwich. Club sandwich. But what's oh, the other one? What's the sandwich that neither, neither of us really like? Muffaletta. No, not Muffaletta. Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. That no, might... that's a sandwich. Why? It's sugary. You put oh, jam and, on it. And it's you covered, put jam in cake. It's covered in like it's sauce. Covered in powdered sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll serve like a raspberry jam with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact that there's ham and turkey in it just means that it's a cake with meat in it. It's a meat cake. <laughs> meat cake. And that's totally that, fine. And that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go right, on to the next one. Back, back to why I get so mad about the Noah it. hot dog is a taco thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The starch matters, right? The starch matters. The difference between mm-hmm. a... a taco and a sandwich because that's another debate that's been brought up right is a taco a sandwich because some states do tax tacos as if they were sandwiches because the legal definition uh of some states for a sandwich is anything that can be eaten handheld and you may have different reasons for wanting to tax that more to try and entice people to you know go to more street carts go to less street carts things like that there's a lot of complicated reasons for why things are classified the way they are in a legal system um but you go to Mexico, they eat a lot of sandwiches. Yeah. Right? They got yeah, yeah. tortas, they got semitas, uh, they got pambasos. They got you know, sandwiches. They have sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's the thing. So how you differentiate between a taco and a sandwich, ditto in America, we got tacos and sandwiches, is the starch, right? The different starch makes it a different classification. I guess. A tortilla versus leavened bread. 
What is a mulita? A mulita? Mulita. Why can't I speak today? A mulita is a taco sandwich. No, I don't think. But I don't see, think. Like, like, no, a, a mulita is just a form of taco. Mm. I believe. But isn't it two two tacos on top of each other? Two two tortillas. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what what kind of makes that more of a sandwich than a taco according that would be folded rule, over itself? Oh, like, according to this rule, yeah, a molita would be a sandwich. Yeah, which is not. And then right. a tostada would be toast, which is true because tostada, tostada just means, means toast in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a like, let's look at like the whole Mexican canon of delicious tortilla goods. Okay, I'm down. And how they would fit into the Q rule of food. Okay, I'm down. So a tostada would be toast. Toast. Which correct. Agreed. Yes. Uh, a molita would be a sandwich. Which is incorrect. Which is I I would I believe is incorrect, but you kinda eat it like a sandwich. It looks like a sandwich. You pick it up like a sandwich. You pick it up like a sandwich. Do you like molitas? Oh, do I? You do, really? I always order a molita from a taco truck. That's so fun. That's the one thing I almost never order, just because I'm like, I, I love the fold. I love the way yeah. that folding it holds the salsa. Yeah, but you know I love cheese, man. <laughs> I know. I've had a couple of molitas where the cheese holds it uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. up enough that we're just like, ugh. I uh three tacos, a taco. Uh-huh. Uh four. Um not okay. So you could say a taquito, taquito or a rolled taco, also known as a flauta, uh-huh. um, depending on where you are. It that is, would be no. the sushi roll. No, it's not sushi. But also, certain burritos are served with open ends that aren't folded. If you go to, uh, I believe, not Jerez, Juarez. Okay, Juarez, Mexico. Uh, their burritos are not folded at the top. Right, it's served okay. like they have the falafel wrap in the cube roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it's served open, so that could also be that too. What about number five? Any Mexican foods that are like that? <laughs> I mean, that's a that's the taco salad. Oh, that's the tacos. That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do they what do they call it? A tostada Dis- salad. The Disneyland Disneyland invented it. I don't know. Well, maybe. Oh, the talk up. The talk up. The yes, talk up. Yes. Um, this is a bit of a conflicted history, but <laughs> Disneyland may or may not have invented the the roots of the folded tostada salad. Um, I love a good tostada salad. I do too. It's like eating a big nacho plate. It's so but fun. With salad. <laughs> it's in that I would call that I mean it's a very close equivalent to salad in a bread bowl. I think it is salad. It's it's literally salad in a bread bowl, figuratively. Yeah. Figuratively? Re- depending literally? depending on your definitions of bread, <laughs> of course. Okay, and then calzone. Burrito. No, Crunch it's not. Crunch supreme. If a burrito is closed on all sides according to the cube okay. rule of food. A calzone a, a crunch up supreme is a calzone, but a burrito the way the log shape it's not a calzone. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a stromboli. It's a cube. It's a stromboli. <laughs> it is a much better stromboli than it is a calzone. <laughs> also, I vastly prefer stromboli. It's one of the great foods. I love stromboli. It's handheld. It's handheld. It's a long hot pocket. <laughs> it is a giant hot pocket. And also, the quality difference between Sabaro's strombolis and mm-hmm. the rest of their food is insane. Okay. Their stromboli are so good. Okay, honey, let me just tell you. You ever have, you ever have the spinach ricotta pie that had like the two layers of crust on it? That was my jam. Sabaro, I don't know if those menu items came out at different periods. <laughs> I love Then like their spaghetti that's just been sitting in like you never 108 get degree water. Yeah, you never get the spaghetti. If you wanted, you would get the baked ziti, but that was only like if you're really feeling it. The, all their pasta just had a, a, a half wet. inch of water at the bottom. It was wet and it was sticky. It was gloopy. Sabaro, if you could ever figure out your wet pasta situation, your moist noodles, if you can ever <laughs> unmoisten the noodles just a bit, you will do so much better. Okay, but the pizzas, they slapped. They slippity slapped. They were good. They were good for what they were at the mall when you were like, you know, seven at the mall. 
Whenever we hear about like malls dying in in the death of American retail, it makes me sad. But then I go there and I like look at the food court options and I'm like, you deserve. No wonder you're dying. Charlie's cheese. Have you ever gotten a cheesesteak from Charlie's cheesesteak? No, I love myself too. There are let's man. It is very rare that I will just yeah. Their beef it tastes like brine roast beef from a deli. Yeah, and then they put like uh, lettuce and tomato on it by default, which you can of course ask for it without that. Sure, but. But they get Philly's Best in there. Philly's Best makes a fantastic product. Get yeah. them in all your malls. Yeah, I love food courts. So I'll what are up always... with all of these chains? Have you ever had like a hot dog at a food court? Yeah, those are the best. I like hot dog on a stick. They do one thing. They do it well. You know, but even like Sansai a... Japanese cuisine, it's just oh like oh my god, oh my god, Sansai was the. I can't say that. <laughs> Sansai was the best. Oh my god, my childhood just had the best flashback ever. But these are wow. restaurants that could not exist outside of a mall food court, right? Yeah, I mean, for a little bit, <laughs> not for a long time. <laughs> I loved Sansai. You know what's really funny? So we, I, I suppose, I should issue an official apology and retraction here for the um, fried rice versus chow mein episode. Uh-huh. Because I was saying, <laughs> I was talking about how there is a West Coast bias for Panda Express. Okay. And I mis- mistakenly said that Panda Express is not on the East Coast. I knew they were. It came out weird. I'm going to blame just, Maggie on the editing. Uh, don't blame Maggie. Eat it, Maggie. I think it's uh. because it, when you d- when you think of the East Coast, you think of actual mom and pop Mom and pops, yeah. yeah. And, and that is relatively true. Panda didn't get to New York City until, I believe, five years ago. Wow. Uh, and 26% of all Panda locations in the world are in California. So the bias holds up, but East Coast does have Panda, and I got a lot of people uh, DMing me and hitting me up on Twitter uh-huh. just going, I've never seen a Panda Express outside of a mall. So for them, Interesting. like I look at Sansai and Charlie's cheesesteaks, and I'm like, that's food court food. Sure. People on the East Coast look at Panda and just go, that's crappy mall food court food. <gasps> And that that disappoints it, me. I mean, it is. But, it, yeah, but, but it's, it's the best. Good, but it's the best. <laughs> when you go to a food court, it's definitely like the upper echelon of like food court foods. I agree. It's it's yeah. also the safest pick for me. Yeah, that's true. It's the safest pick. And you got to do it like uh, after you try on the clothes at the Nordstrom. Because you, you ever just like eaten, <laughs> you gotta, you you're just eating a double orange chicken and chow mein yeah. and then gone and tried on a shirt? No. Yeah, you're like with the amount of sodium because I chugged a Diet Coke too. Oh, nice. The okay. amount of sodium and Diet Coke and just general fried calories in your system. I have a question. To make the shirt fit different. I have a question. What is a Wetzel dog? Oh, a Wetzel dog. Uh, what would so that one be classified because you said the starch matters, oh, right? A Wetzel dog. A Wetzel dog. So that is, is pretzel dough wrapped around a hot dog that is then baked to a golden brown. Yeah. And then you can uh, kind of finger the hot dog out if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, it was fun. You would just go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who didn't suck the dog straight out the Wetzel dog. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Oh uh, wait, I, I thought just, we're on the same page. No, no, I would just use my thumb to push it out. And be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, you push it out with your thumb and then you slurp it down. <laughs> no. Oh, we had different experiences. <laughs> but according to the cube rule of food, a Wetzel dog. Is a sushi. Yes. It's not a piece of sushi. Also, the idea is that, that in the within the cube roll of food, sushi to them means a maki roll. Yes. Right? Or I guess maki roll would even be redundant. Yes. It's saying chai tea, it's just maki. Because toast, according to the cube rule of food, uh, a piece of nigiri is toast. Yeah. Which is that's correct. false. But that's interesting that they went with sushi instead of maki, because I would just say that this is a cultural misnomer. I'm I'm splitting hairs here. Yeah, I'm, I'm Josh, nitpicking. Okay, <laughs> but sushi is like a classification of like a type of of meal I would and food say a sushi and preparation. Yeah. You know, I'm going to a maki um, restaurant. What's a hand roll? 
Uh, oh, my God, is a hand roll. What do you think of a hand roll? Because, look, there's a large opening, and then there's a tiny little opening. What's Wait a that, does, does this not allow? Wait, Nicole, where was the falafel wrap on the cube falafel roll Falafel wrap? Let me take a look. A falafel wrap is considered, it is a sushi. A f- okay, if, if a falafel wrap is sushi, then a hand roll would also be sushi but because you so- probably have, you can have one closed end. That's something the cube rule doesn't seem to you allow for. You can have one closed end? No, the not cube rule cl- does not seem to allow for one closed end. Yeah, but there's so many foods that are like that, right? Like an ice cream cone. What's an ice cream cone? An ice cream cone is unclassified. The more I think about it, the more I'm, I'm starting to fall in love with the cube roll. <laughs> I know, and right? Here's the thing. This is fun to analyze. Nicole, we live in a society. No, we don't. There is a social contract. This room, this room is void of society. That, this, yeah, this is one of those like designated lawless zones. Yeah, like, that you Brick, always, what is it called? Brick County? Is that what it's is called? Is that what it is? I there's always some TikTok where it's like, you know, there's one square foot of space in Montana that you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what, what would I want to do in one square unincorporated. foot? Unincorporated. Yeah, unincorporated. Yeah, That's yeah. what the podcast booth officially is. Maggie, anything we say in here cannot legally be used against us in a court of law, correct? We've gotten the sign-off from Maggie. Okay. Oh, now that I'm allowed to do something illegal, I don't want to do it. Who can we slander? My point is the the type of starch matters. Hold on. Do you believe, Nicole, do you believe that anything that is on unleavened bread can be considered a sandwich? Give me examples. Um, A laffa wrap. Is that a sandwich? Uh, A sabich wrapped in laffa. A sabich wrapped in laffa. Yeah, sabich for anyone that doesn't know, which is probably most of you. Yeah. It's like my favorite combination of foods. It's fried eggplant, hard-boiled eggs, tahini, and sometimes potatoes as well, or french fries. Yes. Uh, And that is, what a lovely combination. Shockingly, one of the best drunk foods I've ever had. When I was in Tel Aviv, I mm-hmm. got a sabich late at night, and it was mm-hmm. like 109 degrees at three mm-hmm. in the morning coming mm-hmm. out of a club. Did you put French fries in it? Yeah, yeah, I good got job, that. But job. the French fries, like, they just kind of like got to room temperature with like mm-hmm. the cold fried eggplant, the hard boiled mm-hmm. eggs. Mm. Really good sandwich. Great sandwich. Really good sandwich. Um, is that what is that considered? Wait, I just called it a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, I guess <laughs> I think it's a sandwich. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, a falafel. Well, a falafel in a pita. Because pita is leavened, just not that much. According to this, a falafel pita is a quiche because it has an opening at the top. What? Yeah. <laughs> but a falafel wrap is a sushi. Wait, hold on. Did they change the classification from quiche to bread bowl? Well, on the website, it's now quiche. Interesting. On the website. I'm looking at the website. I'm not looking at the chart. I was always a little bit confused about like a pie that has a, say, an apple pie with a lattice crust versus a pumpkin pie with no crust on top would be considered two different foods based on the... Yeah. The cube rule of food, which to me is very confusing. They actually have that written down. So So a slice of pie... A uh, double crust pie is considered a taco, okay, mm. which is weird because it makes no sense. <laughs> and then- Wait, a double crust slice of pie is a taco? Yes, according to the cube rule. Wild. Yeah, I don't get it. But I don't you would have to, it. oh my God, you would, fl- you would invert it. If you invert it, then it's on the bottom. I think it's saying it doesn't- Shocking. I know. Who eats pizza? <laughs> Who eats a slice of pie like a pizza? I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have just like slices of pie on a stick that they batter and fry at state fairs? Not cheesecake. Um, I want pie. I don't know if they have pie. Mm. But you Chicken Charlie, invent- figure it out. Yeah, you should invent it. Um, it depends on the filling. I think you'd have to make it very stodgy. I know, filling. but I, what if you just very froze it? What if you just filling. froze like an apple pie? Because I want apple. I want fried apple pie. <laughs> I kind of need it right you now. You know what I think? They, I can't help you. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you know, you cook. You cook good. We have a kitchen. We probably have all the ingredients. I don't know why you're not doing this. 
I'm busy recording a podcast, but a double crusted whole pie is a calzone. But, but wait, a key lime pie is a quiche because it doesn't have a top crust. Now, I think it is a hybrid between a calzone and a quiche. A lattice crust apple pie. Actually, it's a quiche because it has little openings and you can still see it. Okay, so you're talking about the idea of does a lattice crust with openings in it, with mm-hmm. little holes in it, does mm-hmm. that constitute a top layer? Because I have had this same debate with an Olive Garden manager because I walked in with a mesh tank top. And they were like, sir, you're not wearing a shirt. And I was like, it's mesh. And they were like, that's called fishnet. And I was like, my money is green. I would like my Tuscan kale soup. I want my Zupa Toscana, Mr. Olive Garden Manager. So that's up to your debate. I mean, could you get a nipple through the fishnet? You get multiple nipples through the fishnet. It would not have. It would not have caught many fish. You look like an Uh, extra from Christina Aguilera's Dirty Music video. uh, Yeah, and I looked hot, and I was trying to get some dang Zupa Toscana and about seven to twelve breadsticks in. Wait, wait, Um, wait! What was the weather like outside? If you're wearing it was night. It was night, but I was wearing it during the day. As a joke to the beach, but I forgot to bring an actual real shirt. <laughs> joke to the beach. Well, yeah, I, I was like, you know, it was like high school and we're just wearing it. I was also like, I was big. I was like 262. I was like a big old shot putter. Um, and I, better with time. I didn't think that like we'd be going to the Olive Garden after the beach. And I didn't think we'd be staying there that late. And so I thought I was like, oh, hot day. Wear a nice little like fishnetty mesh tank top. You got as a joke from the flea market. Um, and then oh we ended up at the Olive Garden. God. And I wish I wouldn't have walked in. Um, but anyways, point <laughs> is, when we're talking about tacos, you you go Wait, ahead. <laughs> Did you get a tan that's like a fishnet tan? No, shockingly. Oh, you, okay, I was, okay cool. the, the fishnet shirt was off, and I was okay. out there doing my boogie boarding and my skimboarding. <laughs> uh, so no, I did not get just a checkmark tan on me. But I've Aww. always wanted to tan something silly into my body. Oh, I have one. What'd you tan? <laughs> I went on a bachelorette party, and I put a... <laughs> What'd I don't you know put? if this is safe for me to yeah, say. Yeah, say it. Well, you got it. Okay, so I went to a bachelorette party in Miami, and I put a, a bitch on my chest. Oh, my <laughs> it God. It says batch bitches on my chest. And then I went out in the sun, and I got a really gnarly sunburn, and then um, it's just been imprinted on my on my left chest. Your bosom. <laughs> Bosom. No, bosom. Bosom is a delicious Korean <laughs> dish. Yeah, with yeah. the uh... on my left bosom, just out for the world to see. And no matter how much I tan over it, how much I spray tan over it, scrub, exfoliate, aloe vera, it's gonna be on me forever. And that sucks. Oh, it's and still there. On my wedding day, I had batch bitches on my chest, but that's neither here nor there. On the subject of hot dogs. The crazy thing is the tortilla <laughs> predates leavened bread by thousands of years. That's This is where I come down on this. You know, because if you say a hot dog is a taco, one, hot dog tacos exist. You got uh, huevos con weenie, right? Yeah. It's like a popular dish. They'll, they'll have that at Guisado sometimes, and they'll mm-hmm. make a taco with the eggs and the hot dogs in it. Yeah. Or tacos con salchichas. Those yeah. exist. Hot dog tacos absolutely exist. I've you need them. a way to differentiate that between a hot dog Mm-hmm. Sandwich, whether or not you believe it's a sandwich or not, or just call it a hot dog, need a way to differentiate that between a hot dog and a taco. Also, put some respect on tacos. They've existed for thousands of years, mm-hmm. even though the word didn't technically exist till the 1800s. But meat filled, meat put inside tortillas have existed for thousands of years uh, before the concept of yeast leavened bread ever even existed, before the concept of stuffing meat into a casing and boiling ever existed. Uh, so the taco cannot be grandfathered into the hot dog category. I believe it is absolutely separate. No, a hot dog is not a taco. No, the cube rule of food is not scientifically accurate. Please keep spreading the links. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, Nicole. <laughs> all right, Josh. <laughs> We've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time. I was waiting to see if you wanted to say what? something. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are like casseroles. Was there like a, a Nickelodeon show where they like yelled something like that? Because that's what that brought me back to. All that. Oh, I think it was that. Yeah. All that. Or um, what was the one? Oh, it was my. Oh no, maybe I was thinking of epic rap battles of history. What? I don't know, man. Okay. Um, anyways, first up, we got Epic Rap Battle of Adventure! <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, oh, Josh, what did you just say? Epic Rap Battle! They had that whole thing. Red and Link were on some of those. That was probably the first time I saw Red. You watched Epic Rap Battles. Never history. have I ever you, Have seen you never it. even heard of that? What is it? Oh, my God. Oh, my. Me and Maggie are both shocked. Sorry. I'm they sorry. Take, I disrespected your it's culture. It's one of those things that was incredibly awesome in 2007. They would take, like, two historical figures, like, uh, I don't know, Abe Lincoln and Jesus or something. Okay. And then they would have a rap battle between them. And it was very okay. clever writing. And they did a lot of really great sort of costume work. And then now, when you watch them, it, it's... Kind of makes you cringe from the inside out, like your intestines are being turned into pickles. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it's no, I mean, it, it was like really great content. It was just, it's like, you know, for the time. Yeah, it's like Charlie Bit Me era um, kind of thing. Uh, okay. They're still making it, and I hope I don't alienate anybody. We're probably friends with a lot of them. I can't um, wait to watch it, and I can't wait to watch it and love it. Formative, formative in my early years. All right, first up, we got at emart432. <laughs> the best charcuterie board is a bubble bath charcuterie <laughs> board. Bubble a bath. bubble bath. A bu- shout out to Maya Rudolph for doing Can some of the best voice the acting I've ever heard. Can she come on the show? I would love Maya. Yeah, Meg, you got Maya Rudolph's personal cell number? Well, Do find it. Do you know it. who her mom is? Uh, no. I feel Minnie like... Ripperton. Oh, no idea who that is. Bubble bath charcuterie board. How do you feel about eating food in the um, tub? Okay, let me tell you. Uh, there was a period of time when I worked at Lush Cosmetics. Yes. And um, <laughs> I loved baths. I would take so many baths. My friends hated me because I would fall asleep in the bathtub and like ruin everyone's plans because I wouldn't come. That's just like yeah. a, a safety issue, yeah, I believe, yeah, no, in my I, mind. I'm really good at sleeping. Um, but like, <laughs> You have narcolepsy? No, I just, I'm really good at sleeping. Okay. Um, and then, <laughs> okay, and then like, uh, so, and I also at that time was obsessed with like cured meats and cheeses and stuff. Wow. So this is a very good opinion because I would probably do this. I never did it, mm. but like, Something about like maybe like 20-year-old Nicole or 19-year-old Nicole is very attracted to this thought. Now, I don't have any experience with bubble bath charcuterie boards, but what I do have experience with are public pool Doritos. (laughs) And that's where you – hold on, hold on. Maggie looks disgusted. You keep a bag of Doritos, preferably salsa verde. Um, This is before spicy sweet chili came out. This is most of my experience as like a portly preteen in a public pool. And you would keep it just kind of sun-baked and open at the edge of the pool, and you'd go – and you'd paddle up to the side of the pool, wet hands, shove a wet hand in there, and then by the fifth handful, it's just soaked, right? <laughs> it's like got the texture of a proper chilaquiles, where the, the sauce is just soaked sure, in sure. to the chip, except yeah. the sauce in this case is public chlorine water mixed with the, the urine of like 35 Many children. Yeah. Um, and so I love that. 
Honestly, that is like a very nostalgic yeah. thing. Eating chips with wet hands. Yeah. I'm like, I'm transported back to the best time of my life. That was, but for us, it was Lay's original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I had the same exact childhood. It's kind of good because the chlorine dilutes the salt, gives it an extra dimension. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Miss Akay says, cottage cheese with salt, pepper, and cherry tomatoes is so smack. Yep. This sounds, yeah, sounds delicious. Anytime you think about a cottage cheese opinion that might be bad, replace cottage <laughs> cheese with ricotta. Sure. Right? And then yeah, it sounds absolutely. delicious. Or cottage farmer cheese. Or, yeah, cottage cheese, farmer's cheese, ricotta. Technically, it's all the same cheese. I know the American version of cottage cheese, mm-hmm. generally a little bit more liquidy. The curds are bigger. It might be a little saltier. Big, big curds. Big curds. But still, <laughs> it satisfies kind of the same idea. Mm-hmm. So this is absolutely, give it a little zhuzh of olive oil on there. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Sounds lovely. Some fresh basil. One of my favorite things is like olive oil poached cherry tomatoes. Oh, sure. That are served just kind of gently warmed on top of like either ricotta or burrata. Delicious. A sweeter cheese. Sure. Oh, crusty bread. Yum. Yum. Yummy. At Rachel Faye One, hot chocolate tastes better in a mug. There's no denying it. Rachel, bad news. I'm denying it. Hot chocolate tastes best out of one of those thick styrofoam cups from the 7-Eleven. Oh, my gosh. This morning. Drink through a hole. I need you to know, this morning, I was looking for a paper cup because I like to have my flat white oat milk. (laughs) I'm sorry. I like to have my oat milk flat white in a paper cup. And I couldn't find one. I was looking for it. So I settled for a mug. And it did not taste the same. It did not taste nearly as good. I don't know that I enjoy drinking anything out of a mug, come to think of it. I like I like the idea of mugs. <laughs> I agree. But I'm like a paper cup, styrofoam cup kind of girl. Yeah, me too. I, I, I like being able to sort of pinch the edges in and create a little funnel, like a runway. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, one million mm-hmm. percent. The only thing is with those styrofoam cups, it like it like breaks, the crease yeah, breaks. So yeah, yeah. you can't do that with the styrofoam No, cup. but the 7-Eleven, they got this like hybrid styrofoam cup. Wow, I know, with yeah. the, the fluffy mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that, has the little, that has little coffee cups on it, the brown diamond coffee cups. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. yeah it, it, Never it, bought one. <laughs> no, it probably leaches toxic chemicals yeah, into yeah, your system. Whatever. Yeah, but no, that is the best way to drink hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bruh underscore it do be me though, Weetabix with sugar and warm milk is fire. I love Weetabix. I love Weetabix. Oh, Weetabix is great. Oh my god, It's an old man cereal. It's great. It is like top tier for me like probably top four i love weetabix and i will say sturdy old man cereals taste better with warm milk yes because it needs to break down it needs to break down yeah you're, you think your grape nuts are too hard pop them in the microwave for 30 seconds <laughs> it's porridge it's porridge weetabix turns into porridge yeah after a while yeah yeah 100 no, it is you know what i like to do i don't do sugar i do like a drizzle of honey yeah and boy oh boy is it delicious lovely I made, uh, you know, you sent me home with that jar of marmalade. Yeah, because this is what we do in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't offer people things, but Nicole just be like, "Here, honey, take some marmalade to like <laughs> us as we're walking out." Um, I turned that into like a cocktail syrup. Yum. Okay. But then after I drank a bunch of the cocktails, I, w- I wanted cereal, right? Because uh-huh, uh-huh. that's how my life is. Okay. So I poured a bowl of cereal, and it was kind of like a healthy, like kashi, whatever. Nice. But I took some of this like spiced marmalade syrup. Oh yeah. And I put it on my cereal. Like muesli. Like muesli. Yeah. Yum. That was a delight. Delicious. All right, we got at Aloha Alana Blanca. Lactaid pills should be cheaper. <laughs> it's not my fault. Dairy is my comfort food enemy. Thank yes, you. honey. That's birth con- control and lactaid should be free. Okay. Start Start it right now. Okay. Maybe maybe focus on one more than the other. This is the okay. You know how you said like I'm your running mate. This is the platform I'm running on. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm really passionate. Uh, no, you should be passionate. Well, you're running on free lactate or free birth control. Both. 
because it seems like with a certain subset of population that I vehemently disagree with uh-huh. that they don't seem to uh, uh, like the idea of free birth control, what we do is we introduce a bill that's about free lactate and it's about you getting to eat as much cheese as you want. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. a provision within that bill, we sneak it in through the back door that's yeah, also yeah. employees uh, must cover birth control yeah. and free birth control. million percent down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is how politics, this is how you yeah. do politics. Read the fine print or yeah. don't actually so this that way it can get passed. You blind people with the cheese and then you get gender equitable <laughs> politics on the back end, baby. Up top. Politics. Ow. Sorry. Oh, God. Did I hit you? <laughs> yes. Your slops are strong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeff underscore McCourney says the best frozen pizza is frischette gluten-free four cheese. Fight me or don't. I've never had this before. Um, I've never. I have had. It pains me to say frischetta. Because that is the name. All right. So, freschetta is spelled like br- bruschetta, uh-huh. and it should be freschetta, and it's not, and it bothers me. And maybe that's just, you know, my own issue I need to deal with. <laughs> okay. They do make a very delicious, they do a really good product. They're like a little bit elevated, mm-hmm. you know, I've from, from the Red Baron. Pizza. Freschetta, really fantastic frozen pizza. Uh, <laughs> I'm, if they're gluten free, if you say it's good, I agree with that. Also, like, the crust after it's been frozen and rebaked and baked again. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Glu- yeah. Might as well be gluten free at that yeah, point. For sure. At uca.db, <laughs> drinking double cream Ooh. is delicioso. Oh my god. So double cream, if I if I have this right, in British or Commonwealth countries, double cream in America is whipping cream. Single cream is half and half, mm-hmm. I believe. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So this this homie's yeah. out here just drinking whipping cream. That's really not good for you. No, but I, pff, what do you mean good for you? It tastes delicious. I mean, have you ever had a coffee brevet, like an espresso brevet? No, what's that? It's a literal latte made out of cream. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I think it's called a brevet latte. Um, I can't do this. I would poop everywhere. <laughs> Free lactate and birth control. <laughs> I would poop everywhere. <laughs> Prove it. Um, I don't want, I can, but I don't think that'd be good for anybody here. I like to drink down the, the, the half and half flavored ones. I like to take them like shots. They have like the Cafe Americano. (gasps) Do you remember that one time we had like a bunch of like different flavored like creamers? Yeah, they were were all flavored like other things. Yeah, like we had we had um, Snickers, we had Cinnamon Cinnamon Toast Crunch Crunch Creamer. That was a wild chemical ride. Me, you, and Trevor were just taking shots of that, and then we looked at the breakdown of the calories. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, what did we do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That said, I've never just drank straight heavy whipping cream. I can't. I would. I would vomit. But I mean, you you just eat whipped cream. Right, but it's yeah, it's thing. whipped. If, how much whipped cream do you have to eat to to equivalent one shot of heavy whipping cream? I don't know. What is it? I don't think they're chugging quarts of whipping cream. No, like they just have like little sips of yeah. it. Yeah, just a little like sneaking over. little sips. That's a fun thing. Sneak a little sips. Love sneaky little sips. <laughs> sneak a little sm- sli- <laughs> sneak <laughs> just sneaky little sips. <laughs> sneaky little sips. <laughs> sneaky. You're a sneaky sip, Nicole. Jeez, oh my God. <laughs> Sneaky little step over here. Read the next thing, Sneaky little step. Josh never does voices. This is a breakthrough for me. This is huge. It's not a breakthrough, you sneaky little step. I do this all the time. You're crazy. Oh my god. Okay, Android four two five. Air fryers are just tiny convection ovens, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, you got opinions on air fryers? <laughs> yeah, I've... they're good, but they are what they are, which are tiny little ovens. Just use your oven. Toasters are just like stupid little ovens that you I can only toasters. fit tiny little things in. I know. Right? Yeah. Toaster's just a top-loading oven. That is really... I, lo- I have a toaster oven. A deep fryer is just a temperature-regulated pot. 
You know, everything's just everything, baby. That's the world. That's the world. Air fryers, they're a convection oven that works really, really well. And they're cheap as hell. Petition for Josh to stop saying baby. Come on, baby. Come on. Get down with the air fryer, baby. D-Lander 63, baby. Come to the... Oh, no, that's not the name. No, it's Andre D-425. Come on, baby. Get down with the air fryer train, baby. Come on. Make your cauliflower crispy, baby. Come on. What you got against crispy cauliflower, baby? And that's my official stance. All right, at DLandry63, nut M&Ms and other ingredients that are hard when cold should not be put in ice cream hurts the teeth. Yes, as an advocate for the soft teeth community, DLandry63, I will send you a thing of floss that you will never use because that's why your teeth are also soft. <laughs> Is not flossing why people's teeth are soft? I don't know. Oh. I just, I try. I floss. Yeah, I mean, I floss. It's you just do. hard, you know? I don't like every day though, they're like, you just floss three times. And I'm like, who is it? Floss three times a day. Who is the time? I brush twice a day. I floss once. That's it's good a lot. enough. It's good enough. I try. I feel like my gums would bleed. I go for checkups. Uh, but yeah, this is why I really dislike anybody who puts gummy bears in their yogurt land. I cannot <gasps> trust them. Because it gets hard. I put gummy worms in gummy bears sometimes. Do you mix it into the yogurt or do you eat it as a little treat in line? Because that's what I do. <laughs> no. I like let it get cold and hard because it tastes good. Oh, but it just, it obstructs the, the everything. Yeah, but now you say so you don't trust me. Now <laughs> I don't know what to do. I never nervous. trusted you. I'm nervous. <laughs> I never trust you, Sneaky Snake. Come on. Stop. Okay. Leo Liz says cold brew coffee with orange chicken is a terrible combo. Yup. You know what this was? <laughs> Lilo Liz was just like eating this coincidentally yeah. and just thought like I need to tell somebody yeah, I need yeah, to tell yeah. a trusted somebody yes. that this is bad who can I tell none yeah. of my friends should be burdened with it yeah. let's tell these internet strangers and you have and I thank you for it and it's how I feel when I'm eating a breakfast burrito with hot coffee where I'm like this is a bad combination despite it's, the fact that I want both in the morning can I tell you what it is it's like the spice and the coffee it mm-hmm. like wafts over your mouth in an unpleasant way I hate it I agree I won't do it mm-hmm. gotta be iced coffee yeah I feel you uh Ooh, like a orchata iced latte. Yum mm. oh. Yum oh. All right. Well, on that note, Nicole. Yes. Thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. <laughs> if you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or and Henny Zada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. Josh. Nicole, what's up? And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. Nicole. Josh. See you next time. <laughs>